listening to Alpha Geek Radio. Welcome back to Tech Ease, the podcast about simplifying our lives one gadget at a time. This is episode 27 for Sunday, April 12th, 2015. I am Shane, and joining me is Tony. Hey, what's up? How are you hey, doing? Hey, dude. How are you doing? I am doing good. How are you? Fantastisch. Nice. I am fantastisch, fantastisch. Is it German? Uh, yeah, I, I, sort of. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a bunch German, so that, that makes it German, right? <laughs> I'm sort of. I, I'm not. I'm not, maybe half a bunch. Yeah, half of a bunch. Not a whole bunch. I don't think I'm any bunch German. uh, You wait your turn. (laughs) Oh, snap. I'm kidding. That's Ah! Matt. What's up, Matt? Only the Germans can talk now. (laughs) The Germans. We all got a little German in us, right? Where are you, Matt? I I am a quarter Norwegian, and that is probably, uh, I think, the rest is mutt. As much as I'm willing to reveal. I'm part mutt. Uh, the The rest is unknown. (laughs) <laughs> so I have one, one, one Norwegian leg, and then the rest is uh, unknown. Oh. Parts unknown. Just the left leg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got some Irish in me as well. There you go. Yep. Irish. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of that. I don't mind that. That's good stuff. I think I might have some Irish for, uh, in me as well. St. Patty's Day just came came and went. So it came and went. And my Guinness that was and my quick. Um, Bailey's or whatever. I don't know. Irish whiskey. That's Easter came and went too. Easter did come and go. It's true. True did you enough. Drink on that day too. Shane <laughs> is half Easter. Go figure. Yeah. Shane's <laughs> half funny. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, anybody drinking anything right now? I did pull this out. What you got there? What is it? Chardonnay. What is it? Chard- Chardonnay. All right. Sure. About halfway through it. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's right. I've got a new Glarus Hopster. Oh, I'm I'm beer. dealing with the hops myself that, right yes. now. It is good. Anything new Glarus I do want to try. I do like to support Wisconsin. My lady bought me some some IPA tonight. Oh, what kind? Well, she's kind of in the background here for once. But uh, it's a uh, <laughs> Tony's favorite, Blue Moon. Oh, white, never mind. White IPA. Blue Moon makes an IPA? Wow. It's a white IPA. Wait, I should say, I should give it a shot. You know, if it's an IPA, I do like those. But traditional IPA or Blue Moon, I'm not a big fan of. No. Yeah, no, I know that. Yeah, <laughs> they're the, I don't know. Yeah, hit or miss. Usually, anything they give you with a uh, orange, I'm not a big fan of. That's me. Bah. Yeah. <laughs> this one actually says it specifically says right on the bottle. Or wait, maybe not on the bottle. Something about Must orange. Must give peel. with orange. Uh, orange. Do not put peel. a orange in here. Hint. Uh, uh what does it say? It says uh, uh, a crisp, refreshing white IPA crafted with four varieties of hops, wheat. Coriander, whatever that is. Coriander Ooh. and a hint of orange peel. Four well, varieties in each of those ingredients, or just a. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea. Huh. What's but, coriander? Uh, what is Blue Moon Brewing Company though? <laughs> coriander. I have no Four idea. Four varieties of coriander. Good luck with that. Write us in, folks. Uh, Techies Podcast at Gmail Let us know which what, what coriander is. <laughs> what 
turn this podcast into a drinking We'd like to know about the, the <laughs> technology behind uh, brewing and, and whatever the hell that is. Okay. <laughs> yes. Send something in and you could win something. You could what win. Do, what, do them, what do we have for them to win, Shane? Uh, uh, I got nothing. I mean, I'd say I'd say a blue moon white IPA, but um, I don't want to get in any of that shipping and tariffs and all that fun stuff, you know, legality <laughs> you and whatnot. What not? Right? That might be the thing. How do we? How do we know you're over twenty one or twenty one? Yeah, exactly. Well, all I know is all I have to do is is uh, put a false date in on a website if I want to. Uh, <sighs> laws are yeah, funny. Is good. there is there a stats behind that that says all right <laughs> I know. you've got you know maybe one or two percent of people I got to be honest fifty percent say my age they were born and in nineteen hundred we'll see if I can get through this website of like whatever you know millerlight.com or whatever it is some of them say just say all right. are you twenty one <laughs> yes or no no well just, there you go that's very that, tough that's actually quicker than going through all those um you know like month day year mm-hmm. I don't even put the right you know, month and day and year, and I mean, I'm all over 21, but I don't care. Yeah. Whoa, Tony, are you saying you're a hacker? <laughs> is that what that's called, being a hacker? That is minimalist no, it's a hack. Hack. Is, is what, no. it's like, you know, you're kind of, yeah, I don't know. If, <laughs> sure, I beat the system, but nothing a, you know, a six-year-old could, couldn't do, right? <laughs> exactly. Okay, Whoa, so, yeah, hey. It's to be 21 it, to get past those. <laughs> I think they need some other kind of mitigation. Clearly, you can, you are 21 if you're if you make it onto that page. That's that's the only way to do it. If you make it on that page and you fill it out to where you can go into the website, you're over 21. That's right. <laughs> or 21. Only, only someone of 21 years old intelligence could figure that out. Yeah, maybe someday when they have something better that can, you know, authenticate wonder, you of your age. I wonder if the law it. has to get as sophisticated as to whether or not it has to be done with cookies or with you know, a query string or something, or if you can just redirect from based on what that first page, or, you know, if anybody can then later on go to that subsequent page or not. Anyway, I, I don't know all the legality behind that, but at any rate, let's dive right into the news. News. Apple quietly bought Drift, a keyboard app. This is according to TechCrunch. It's a nice little news source we like to use from time to time. I really enjoy uh, some of the articles they put together. I especially like that they are short. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> At any rate, I, you know, I, I will say, but I, I, my original article was something different. Initially, I had something about. I don't know if you guys caught that. What I had in the notes initially, it was a. It was kind of a joke thing, but it talked about the uh, the Surface Three, how it could charge itself. Did you see that at all? No, I didn't see that. It was wow. it was kind of a joke, but kind of not because you was can plug you can plug from you know the main port into the charging port, and it shows it charging, or it shows. I don't know if it says it's charged or it says it's plugged in, but it doesn't, it's not actually charging. They, that was what they did. They did the example and showed, Hey, look, it says it's plugged in or charging or I don't know, but I don't, <laughs> I don't think that actually does anything. They talk about how it defies the laws of physics. No, look at that. Yeah. But no, it, that was kind of funny. Thing. After I read, there was a comment in there that said, uh, yeah, no, it says it's just plugged in. It doesn't say it's actually charging. So anyway, so I changed my article to this one. Uh, at any rate, last was year. That, app- wait, was that an April <laughs> Fool's article? Was that a what? 
April Fool's article? No, no, no. It was April 6th. I did check that, um, actually. So. <laughs> Just curious. Yeah. All right, go on. Didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah, but this one, uh, I caught on one of their other links I noticed at the bottom of the page, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I, re I remember this one. I'm just going to go with that one. Um, so last year, and I do think this is something that will really potentially make our lives easier. So um, for a lot of us, at any rate, Matt, Matt, why highlighting all that? Matt, what's going on there? <laughs> it's, it's all important. Okay. Uh, last year, Apple had quietly bought this company, uh, Drift, which I – think i may have heard of once before i want to say because they do a third-party uh keyboard app have either of you guys noticed that being one of the third-party apps out there by chance i haven't noticed the okay. company behind some yeah. of those apps well i know swift i think swift actually ended up doing one but uh so this uh randy marsden uh, actually joined Apple last September, and I guess they found that out because uh, his LinkedIn profile shows this. And he is uh, the CTO of Drift and was uh, a co-founder of Skype and, or of Swipe, I should say. That is very oddly, uh, strangely uh, uh, similar to, to Skype there. But So he co-founded, and I believe he actually was the original um, creator of Swipe as well, based on a, a video I noticed on YouTube. But... Uh, so, per usual, Apple had their generic response of saying it uh, buys smaller technology companies from time to time and does not generally discuss its purpose or plans. I, th I think I remember there was another thing that we probably read on uh, a similar company or uh, another company that they had bought at one point. They had pretty much exactly the same statement that they made there, but... Uh, so Drift was a finalist in uh, 2013's TechCrunch Disrupt uh, Startup Battlefield. So I guess that's some sort of contest uh, of some kind. But the uh, the keyboard, so what? how it works is the keyboard appears on screen uh, only when the user touches the display. So I thought that was kind of nice. Um, th this particular article doesn't go a lot into it, but I'll tell you in a little bit here, I'll, I'll discuss a little more about how it works exactly because the... Uh, as I, as I mentioned, it's not, it doesn't go super in depth. It just really just mentions these couple of things that the, that along with the, uh, the key, it, it, so it's a, it's a tablet. It's a keyboard for tablets specifically that tracks finger movements. That's really as far as that article goes into it. Um, so prior to this, Google had a leg up on Apple, um, prior to when iOS 8 was released, uh, when, when they released that third party, uh, keyboard support, you know, uh, Android actually had uh, had things like Swipe or different types of keyboards that you could already download. So this this is pretty new to iOS 8. Um, but yeah, now, so Apple has bought them. And hopefully we will see some of this technology coming out in the near future. Really looking forward to that. Um, so on the Drift website, I took a look. And uh, unfortunately, I, I was really hoping to find a video right on their website. But they did not have one right on there. So I had to do some digging and found it on youtube and they, they show a little bit how it works and so the way it works is you have the uh, the keyboard doesn't come up until you put all eight fingers down rested on the screen and then the uh the home what they describe as the home row which is where your you know your for lack of a better term nubs usually show up on <laughs> when you're trying to find those so you put those eight fingers down and that's your middle or your home row and then those form around those fingers so the, all the keys are kind of spaced based on where you put those, which are which is kind of neat. Mm. Um, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that then allows you to type 
uh, more naturally doing that. And in the video, they show someone typing at uh, 80 words per minute. And then uh, people with multiple or, you know, uh, certain, you know, if people are missing fingers, um, you apparently can can use this um, also. Uh, so that's I think that's pretty cool. Um, and then and in addition to that, the autocorrect is uh, looked like it, it does a pretty good job there because they saw, saw someone typing in some crazy um, unrecognizable word and then it it you just hit some tap on one key and it auto corrects it to you know uh, I don't remember exactly what the word was offhand but it seemed to do a pretty good job with that so really looking forward to uh, Apple integrating some of this technology in there hopefully and I'm uh, unfortunately it may just be on the iPad um, I wish there was something they, that they could do better with the uh, iPhone's keyboard as well but uh, probably not anytime soon on that. So there it is. Any any other kind of cool? Yeah, I think a lot of it uh, when you're typing on an iPad, you're you're trying to type normally, and then your, your hands, you know, without the the feedback of the the, the keys, they kind of drift a little bit. And I think it, this is supposed to correct a lot of that. I think that's what the software is supposed to do. So if right, that... your hand moves up a little bit, it'll still detect. Okay, you're trying to spell this word up based on the you know your your hand movements so you you don't have to make sure you hit the exact uh you know spaces where maybe the j key is you can kind of move a little bit and it'll detect that so that's kind of cool. right well yeah and- that's what i'm seeing from the um the video that it, it's interesting because uh it, first of all when I, i'm kind of looking at the video and i see like like the the different keys are spaced out you know, differently than a physical keyboard where everything's spaced out the same way. And I thought that was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. but it, it seems like it's all based off of your, um, your habits and how your hands are and everything. And it's really supposed to help you out. Right. Uh, that, and the, uh, and as they mentioned the, uh, well, for instance, I'm looking at a, uh, Mac keyboard. Are they all the same here now? Yeah. The, the F and the J keys. That was kind of one of the big points was that that's the first thing you try to do is find those particular keys. But with this, you know, with this one in particular, it's just wherever you, put those fingers down that's where your starting point is so that's that in itself is uh kind of handy that way d and k were mine before on the nubs are different but i yeah. know that on this there isn't really any nubs mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah i remember that on the older uh is it the older max i think yeah, that's what it was because they have both a uh windows or a, 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 yeah a pc and a, and a mac keyboard here and then they are both using f and j for those I, I'm on a Microsoft keyboard right now, and it's just J and F. Yeah. Yeah. I All right. Change letter. Well, Matt, you want to talk right. about your article? Yeah. So uh, Gizmodo reports that Intel's $150 stick that turns a TV into a Windows desktop is now on sale. Uh, so this is a stick from Intel that looks pretty much like a Chromecast or a Fire Stick. Uh, it has Windows 8.1 on it. Uh, features an Intel Atom quad core. Z373F35F 1.33 gigahertz processor, two gig, two gigabytes RAM and a 32 gigabyte hard drive. Uh, pretty much just turns your TV into a computer, which is a uh, pretty cool. Uh, looks like it had a, a USB uh, normal, just the USB normal connector uh, out of it, so you could put a uh, keyboard to it. Uh, so kind of cool. Yeah, um, pretty. <laughs> it's Pretty cool. Just uh, you have a normal dongle that uh, goes into your HDMI cable and uh, turns your TV into a computer. So it's kind of cool. 
I really like this idea. Like, you know, you used to have computers before, you know, towers and things like that, and now they're just really getting so small to a stick. Um, and I just think this is, and I don't know, like, do any of these have Bluetooth or anything like that? I'm just thinking, like, maybe would this take over, like, something like a Roku or, like, a Apple TV? I mean, I guess you could turn it in. Can you hook up a keyboard to it? Is it just blue or is it just the USB? I didn't read anything about. It. I was I was looking for something about uh, Bluetooth. Like Bluetooth keyboard would be kind of in my my eyes that would be ideal. Bluetooth keyboard and mouse yeah. just to use this as a normal. Yeah, computer. if you got the TV on the wall or whatever, then you want something a little far back from it. And chances are that TV is you know forty inches plus or you know thirty forty, and you know you're sitting back from it. So, um, but I do like this idea a lot, and I'm sure they'll expand on it more. But. Uh, just curious on if they have Bluetooth or something like that for some sort of remote. Yeah, it's kind of like taking the uh, so Raspberry Pi has kind of something like that where you can you can plug it in and create like your own home theater PC just off of a really tiny, uh, you know, like motherboard there. Uh, and this is kind of replacing that. So yeah, maybe Intel's kind of trying to invade that space. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I do like this. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know why. I just it, I think it's a great idea. I do. You know, if you, I, uh, Shane hates it. Uh, <laughs> a bit skeptical. Um, don't we keep trying this? Like, web TV? I mean, I don't know. Oh, I don't know about web TV. Well, you know what I mean, though, right? That's like, a good, well. It never seems to really take off. Like, I, I mean, what first was that? Then Media Center PCs. Then, I mean. Maybe me, yeah, I get you. Uh, yeah, I, I can see that. Like, it's, it, you're plugging into your, your TV. Yeah, it's it's a full fledged computer plugged in your TV, but it needs to have some kind of killer app or some some some, you know, what is the reason for other than this is kind of cool having a computer you plug into your TV through right. HDMI, you know, what is the reason for that? And I, well, I, I don't know because <laughs> you're already looking at the TV, you hit the input button, you go to your your HDMI, I don't know, three or four, or whatever the the one that it's connected to, and then you quickly do some browsing or whatever. Um, and it's got some storage on it, too, if you want to look at something. But I just thought if it'd be something quick. But I know I get it now. Like, chances are you, you're you kind of in that, you know, dual screen mode. You, you probably have a laptop on you while you're watching TV. Or you got a tablet. Or your iPhone. So you're right. I, I guess I, I see it that way where, do we really need this? But, you know, it's it's a big screen. That could be a computer. You'd play a game well, on what, it or something. One thing I've experienced with that, and I, I think it was a previous episode I talked about. It was probably one of our first talked about some of those um track trackpad uh keyboard combos i was using and mm-hmm. you know trying to play games that way on a tv and it was um the biggest thing i'd noticed even when i was wearing contacts that i wear very infrequently uh i still had a hard time reading the text you know from um at least from a distance away and and i don't know with this is is the main? Did you say is the main point of this to do it at a standard TV distance, or you know, do more like Tony with his uh, closer or his near TV experience? Uh, Shane, you've well, already I'm, I'm this thing sucks. You don't need to rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, true. I was I was visioning it like you're in the living room, like it's a living room, and right. you have, and I would. That's why I was saying Bluetooth. Like you have a keyboard and mouse, maybe, you know, in the towards your couch or whatever but uh 
that's kind of what I was thinking. Then you could just putz around online or something, do some browsing. But I mean, you know, chances are, like I was saying, you know, you probably already have a tablet and you're putzing while you're watching something too, mm-hmm. while you're watching a little Netflix or or, or whatever. But uh, I don't know. I was thinking like, you know, that'd be kind of nice. Or if you are just, you know, you have like all Mac computers or all Linux computers and you want a Windows, you know, box and you don't want to spend, you know, hundred, two hundred dollars or well, maybe more than that for a Windows uh, computer. You can just get the stick and, you know, maybe have Internet Explorer Stick, stick, 11. stick, stupid. Sorry, go, I had Shane. to say that again. <laughs> get the stick. The stick. Get the stick. <laughs> Matt's like, all right, the stick sucks. All right. Yeah, I'm convinced. <laughs> I hate it. I don't know. I like the idea of it more than anything. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> actually, that reminds me of Zulin. It was on the other day again. I waited. <laughs> I waited for oh, that yeah. line again. Or was it, uh, my roommate was, was watching it. that he said? The, the st- or one of my <laughs> how's that go, Matt? One of my uh, one of my idols is Sting. You know, I don't really listen to his music. <laughs> I don't listen to his music. I don't really listen to his music. The fact he's making. Anyway, I don't know what something you just said reminded me of that. All right. Oh, yeah, I do really respect uh, that. I mean, I think it's a cool idea. Yeah, exactly. But they it's need some kind of application. To, yeah, other than they, just they what need, a traditional computer where they just do browsing and. I mean, there's a an okay hard drive. I know it's 32 gig solid state. I think it's what I read. But and that's something you could store something on. But I suppose it's nothing like if you want to store like, you know, a game on it or something. And then there's mm-hmm. probably not much in terms of graphics. Mm-hmm. But you know, just I, that's why I said like browsing or something like that. Cool. Well, uh, <laughs> sounds sounds good. Well, see you later, uh, Tony. <laughs> See you later, oh. Tony. What's going on with in the in the news tech news world with you? Yeah, all right. Uh, this is The Verge, and it's one of the first Apple Watch games is an RPG for your wrist. And I know this isn't really something that's supposed to you know make your life easier or whatever, but I thought sure right, maybe Apple, in a way. <laughs> what's that? In a way, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, games and stuff. You know, make your life yeah. you know, better. I suppose you can know, do it quicker, more efficiently. But, I guess this is something that sort of caught me by surprise because I, I, I wasn't thinking that games would come out for the watch. Now, the watch, um, the Apple Watch, comes out on April 24th, and um, pre-orders, I believe, were last Friday, which was, I think, the 10th. Um, yeah, and you could pre-order them, and I believe they're sold out. I don't really know what the numbers are on that or for pre-orders, or at least not sold out, but backed up till like, June or something, I think is what I heard. Um and what I thought was, because they did open it up to where developers can make programs for it, I, I didn't really think they'd make games for it because this is an interesting platform to make anything on like that. And I know one of the pl- the um, <laughs> one of the um, demos that they had at um, when they were showing off the watch was, I think, opening a garage door or something like that. But anyway, there's this this article is about a company called Everywhere Games, and that's. Every and then W E A R games <clears throat> that um, made this game called Run Blade, Rune Blade. I'm sorry, which is an RPG. <laughs> I uh, like that better. It sounds like running with scissors or something. <laughs> I like Run Blade a lot better. Yeah, Infinite Runner. Um, it's a very it's a basic game where you can just you know play a game on your watch. Now I don't know if a lot of people are interested in an RPG that you can play on your watch, but I thought it was kind of interesting that they're they're kind of tackling this market here. They're trying to do something like this. Um where you can level up your character, you get, you know, different spells and different things like that and you fight little creatures and stuff. And they did have a picture of an unholy deer. Did it say unholy deer? <laughs> 
I'm just reading that right now, and I'm thinking some of these people that also have the you show can notes. Fight are... dragons and unholy deer. Unholy deer. <laughs> they they had a picture. Fighting a dragon sounds so much cooler than fighting an unholy deer. <laughs> there, there was a deer that looked pretty pretty crazy. Little screenshot there if you click on the the link. Although I can't get to it right now, so it's on the verge though. So I'm, most I'm sure it's... Most deer do not have holes in them, so they're all unholy. I mean, I mean, I'm a hunter. I mean, it, you know. Well, when Shane's done with them, they have holes in them. Yeah, they true. are a holy deer. <laughs> like that? Just like that. So, that's right. Unholy. Is that it? Unholy deer? Um, yes. Anyway, that's, this, this that's company good. thought, um, you know, they wanted to kind of get to this uh, this market and see how this was. Um, it's going to be a free download. Um, and what they're... They're, they're kind of talking about here is this what they're calling a Twitter size entertainment. And it's basically like you have five, you know, 10 to 15 second burst of playing the game and then you kind of, you know, put it down and then you play it later. Like, um, you don't heck? do it all the time. Like, and they kind of talked about different games where it would take, you know, half hour, hour, two hours to play, things like that. This is just supposed to be kind of a quick thing to do some things on it. And then, you, you know, you go back to, I guess, the time on in, in, in this case. <clears throat> so it's not something you do. Um, you know, for hours on end, but um, huh. it's supposed to run natively on uh, Apple watch. Um, it doesn't need a f- the iPhone. Like I think they were kind of talking about some of the other applications. They needed your iPhone to work in conjunction with it. And then the iPhone would do most of the uh, heavy, heavy pro- uh, processing power. Um, but uh, they're they're They just want it all on the, um, the uh, uh, Apple watch right now. And um, it's supposed to be exclusive to Apple only and available in April, but uh, they don't have a firm date yet. I don't know what you guys think of this. If this is just a, just an app, I just thought this was weird, just because I maybe it's just caught me by surprise that you know. I have a and we're back. Of holy deer in front of me. We're back. We're back. We're back. We're back on the back on. <laughs> Where we leave off? All right. That was me. Um, no, I was just saying that that um, it's a good it's program. We should all download it. We get Apple Watches. Yeah, let's do it. What were you saying, Matt? What was the last thing you were saying? No, I, I think it's kind of cool that this is kind of the first iteration of games for the watch where, uh, you know, the phones, I think yeah. they first came out with games where it's you check it every half hour and you'd have like two, two points, whatever, to, to do whatever you want. It's just those weird games where it's time-based. Uh, I wonder if the phone's going to have kind of the same thing, so... Oh. These ones will feature unholy deer. Nice, uh, yeah. Deer. It, it is kind I'm of excited. cartoony, at least from the screenshots. But uh, um, you know, it looks... he does have lightning bolts going into his his antlers, so he's very That's unholy. That's the unholy oh. part of the deer. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is a uh, oh, man. Usually, I like to. I don't like to name the episode. Um, I always forget to name the episode. This is literally the first time in all of my podcasting that I've remembered to try to name an episode. But that's got to be our episode title, right? <laughs> Unholy deer. Yeah. Unholy. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. You're well. You're sounds well. good. Sounds Whoever's good to playing me. is getting. Uh, they're getting messed up by that deer. That deer is is tough. We should probably post a picture you know, with that too. I don't want to say this, but I'm going to. I think it's trash. You know, the trash fighting. You know, to get that's you know the level that is up. not very nice, Tony. <laughs> You need that though. You need it to level up and also to progress through the, um, I'm guessing the world or whatever it is in a reasonable time, Warcraft? but not too fast or not too slow. Just right. 
good stuff. Big gay. <laughs> big, big. Big, big, big. Well, it sounds like a fun game, I guess. <laughs> I had an Apple Watch. If I, you know, I, I don't want to say anytime soon because I'm probably not. But, uh, you know, someday or second gen or whoever, you never know. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll admit it. When I when I can swim with a watch like that, I'll get yeah, it. That's Boom. what I'm saying. Yep. Boom. I agree. Let's do it. Twenty is like new technology. Doesn't get bathed with it. I do want to swim with it. And I they, they keep talking <laughs> about sports and stuff, and I'm you waiting know, for raining my or laptop. swimming or you know even if in the shower, some people don't take their watches off. And I think like the watches that are out now, like just regular watches, Timex or whatever, you know, they always had the meters down. Or, you know, 50 meters, 100 meters, whatever down. <clears throat> and most of the time, nobody would really even, you know, take that depth. And if they did, they were a diver and they'd probably get a watch for, you know, being a diver. Um, mm-hmm, but, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're kind of entering a new realm. And I get it because there's, there's, you know, there's a lot of electronics on this. But and making it water resistant up to that depth is um, probably going to take some time. Yeah, that's great with Sanjay. Yeah, and that's right. Big day. All right. Cool. Well, that's. That's awesome. Uh, all right, should we move on to our XP boost? Yes. yes. Yeah, it's like I, I I hate announcing it before it's announced, but yeah, let's go ahead and do that. XP boost. Alrighty, we're going to be talking today about calendar apps, uh, specifically for iOS because that's what every each and every one of us uses. So that's what we're testing it on. Uh, so yeah, let's uh, let's dive into this. Uh, first off, do you guys have any uh, before I before we dive into this? Do you guys have any uh, XP updates by chance of any kind that you want to talk about? Ooh, probably, but I can't think no. of any right now. Well, I don't have it written <laughs> down here, but um, yeah, we'll save it for another episode. <laughs> yeah, There's some other ones I maybe want. I mean, to talk I've got a lot to point. talk about Apple and. Yeah, we got a lot here. All right. Uh, I think we're going to start with uh, Google Calendar, though, and I think Matt's going to talk about that one. Matt, take it away. Oh, crap. I just put my name next to it because I said I reviewed it. Uh, oh. <laughs> take it away. So, take uh, it yeah, away. Google, <laughs> Google Calendar, uh, I like it. It's just very uh, – it's, it's pretty simple. Uh, it has a couple different ways of viewing your uh, appointments. Uh, so the first one is just a um, – it's called a schedule uh, event. It just pretty much just shows each event upcoming in in a picture format, um, and then it has the normal one day and the three day kind of the standard views, something you'd expect from Google. Uh, but the, it it's very clean, very simple. Uh, so it's kind of nice that way. Um, a lot cleaner and simpler than the the normal iOS standard calendar app. So I think that's probably my my main takeaways from from using it and trying it out. I did but, not uh, like the <laughs> not having a landscape oh, view you're though in the there. Oh, you to say that, aren't you? Shane? Not a big, not a big fan of that. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, okay. That's honestly. And that's, it was odd. It was the first thing I noticed when I when I when I loaded it up. I was like, all right, let's put it sideways and see what happens. And nothing happened. So that's true. No, you're right. And I think Shane, when you said that one time, um, I wouldn't have noticed it because I don't. I didn't do that. And I know you have something in your car where you can turn it sideways. To mostly probably for navigation, but you probably picked up on that faster than I would have. But um, you're right. It, there should be something different, I think, for that. But I don't know. Other than that, I do like it. It's kind of, you know, a clean, simple look to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, something is even just whatever it's, it's displaying uh, 
portrait. It should display landscape. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't understand why it doesn't do anything landscape. It should do something landscape. I do agree with that. But other than that, I do like how it kind of puts it in tasks a little bit, blocks it off, like you know, at least in the one day mode or whatever you want to call it. Um, I do like it that way. But you know, if you can't get past how there isn't something for landscape, I can see why you might want to look at another option. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> Shane? Yeah. No, I. you know, I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't have a lot of time to try out the Google Calendar one. I, that was the biggest takeaway. I, I was kind of torn, turned off I, from it at that point. I do um, still use it. I, I do still use it um, more than the Apple one. Wow. Well, the really? Apple one still gives me notifications, probably. Um, well, no, they do. So I, I do use, no, you know, the Apple one with... My calendar is Google right now, so I have that synced up to Apple's, but I use Google's the uh, Google Calendar app right now for the most part. I don't know what you're using. What do you, what are you guys using, or should we say that? Well, at the end? Uh, I'll, we'll get to that maybe. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, what if if you had to Matt, if you had to give it some kind of rating though, what do you think you would uh, give that one? Anything? Not to put you on the spot. Oh, crap, yeah. So I was going to go back uh, at the end and kind of just say oh, yeah. a lot of these depend on what you, what you want to get out of it. Uh, so if you just want a calendar app that works pretty much and looks, I mean, it, it looks very consistent with Google what, uh, what you get on the, the web app. So it's pretty good that way. Uh, I mean, it, I think it definitely fits with the material design of like an Android app. So mm-hmm. it's kind of nice there if that's what you're looking for. Um, so I think those are the things that, you know, the, the the takeaways, you know, if you if you want something very simple that just kind of works with Google calendars, this is actually a pretty nice app. Um, but uh, personally, it's not it's not my number one app. But uh, if, you know, if that's what you're looking for. <laughs> sure, sure. Not really talking up here. <laughs> so is that are you going to one th- one through five, Matt? Four, maybe? Would you say? <laughs> <sighs> oh, you. Know- <laughs> I'd probably it, go three just because it's it, it's very three. good looking, but it is situational. Like uh, it, it's not going to fit my needs. It's not it's not really exactly what I'm looking for. So I I, I personally am not going to use it. Sure. Uh, I, I can see if if it's something that would fit your needs. It would it looks really nice. It, it's very fast. So it, and it's clean. So it's very situational. Uh, I'd give it a three. All right. But uh, yeah, that's fair. And maybe we can just briefly talk about the. Uh, maybe we should have started. Maybe we should have started with the default uh, calendar app for iOS, but just maybe just give that a quick rundown here. Um, you know, the default mail, uh, not mail, the default calendar client that comes with the iPhone. It's pretty simple. Uh, again, a clean and simple interface to that one. Um, you know, you get things like your your notifications and your your alerts and you know your basic types of things. Um, Something I'm going to say here is not going to make a lot of sense until we get to one of the next ones here, but it doesn't have uh, reminders integrated into it uh, like I, like it does with, well, it's really only one of the apps we're going to talk about here that, that actually has reminder integration. But um, I did notice, I can't speak, maybe you guys can uh, check this real quick if you don't mind. Uh, the, uh, the landscape view is present at least on the uh, 6 Plus. You can see the the calendar view on the left and you know your events on for that particular day on the right and i guess that probably depends on which day which view you're looking at that's the month view specifically i will say that the uh the reason 
I am not currently using this particular app. Oh, Tony's showing. Ah, do you have a? Do you have month? Do you select it on there, Tony? Do I have what? Do you have the uh, month view uh, selected when you do that? I have. It looks like the month. Uh, like, like is that the month when you're in? Uh, yes. Okay, so it does not have the same behavior on the iPhone six apparently. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah, this looks like the week view in landscape. Yeah, and that's that's actually one of my problems. A lot of these apps go into, they jump into a different uh, view, and I personally want that full calendar, no matter what you know, uh, whether it be I like, yeah, that's right. I get that landscape or portrait. I I enjoy that. Um, it is free. <laughs> it's a free app, thankfully. Um, you know, and and I think one of the takeaways here is that you're not going to get a lot of the same options, a lot of the same settings that you will with some of these other third-party apps. And I think um, naturally, I mean, Apple likes to keep their apps pretty straightforward, pretty simple, and uh, not too super sophisticated. But um, I'm giving it, uh, I don't know if I want to change this or not. I want to say I, four out of five stars. I do have a question, though. Okay. Um, you said doesn't have reminders is that like notifications, or is that something different? Something different. Um, I'll talk okay. about that. But the, you're you're going with reminders, something different based off of re- another reminders app that is. Well, the reminders remind- app in iOS is the is the checklist, right? Yeah. Right. So it doesn't have that checklist integrate a to do list sort of oh, integration okay. into it. I got yep. you. Um. Okay. Some point, Google was free as well. Google Google's free as well. Oh yeah. Good point. Good point. All right. So, uh, the next one though that would be what is this? Outlook. Outlook. So you get you. What did you give calendar? Uh, for oh original? sorry, I changed it here. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the default calendar client. I'm gonna say three and a half out of five. It's nothing. It's not too fancy. What do you guys do? You guys agree with that or no? I'll agree with that. It's okay. I well, I almost maybe go four two just because of the landscape. Unless just three. Got, well, I know it's not the right. But so Matt it's... gave Google Calendar three out of five. So it, <laughs> does that make sense yeah, for it's... this one to be a higher rating? Although I like that it's got what's that? Hmm. I don't know if it makes oh, sense for this to be a higher rating than Google Calendar or not. I kind of think it should be because it has at least some landscape mode behind it. But I, well, and it works not... with Siri. I guess that's something. That's true. Very true. Oh, no, you guys wrote that down there. So Working with Siri, clean, is... simple landscape. I know the, the the whole the whole focus is to try to be clean and simple, easy to use, intuitive. Um, and if it's, I mean, and that should be a given with any, I would say any iOS application. But uh, and if it's not, then you know, lower than that. But I, th- I think um, three point five sounds good. I'm looking at the Google yeah. Calendar. I'm thinking, all right. You know, if that was my default one, like I, I actually just use the default calendar app. If Google Calendar was a default app, I would, I think I would prefer the uh, the iOS default one right now. All right, yeah, there you All go. Right. I like that. I, I don't think there's much of a difference. Uh, there's not a ton different, but uh, just personally, I think I would prefer the, the default mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about a little app called Outlook. This is the most recent one. Uh, well. Of, of these, I think it's the one that's been released the most recently. Mm-hmm. Um, this is one I got to play around with a little bit. Again, on the... When was that? 
when it first came out, I guess you guys kind of told me about it. And I had talked about it at the time, one of the things I really appreciated about it was all the different cloud storage solutions behind it. Uh, yeah, so Matt, you you have played around with this one a fair amount, though, or maybe? Yeah, just, uh, you know, briefly, just played around with it to see what it yeah. works out. Tony? I mean, the biggest thing right now is you can't get Outlook just a just an Outlook calendar. You have to get the whole suite, which has a mail, calendar, files, and uh, contacts as well. Ah, uh, but, yeah, uh, that's it, it. Is pretty nice. Uh, you that's... know, the, their inbox you can link up different accounts to it. Uh, they've got uh, what did I take a note for that? Uh, a focused inbox versus just a normal inbox, which is just the outlook way of grouping uh important versus non-important emails uh so it, it it has kind of a whole i mean it feels like the outlook desktop app where it's a whole suite uh moved into one app so if, if you like that that's probably the app you want um the calendar is actually pretty nice um i don't know if uh, i mean it, it feels pretty similar to the uh, the d- default ios one uh, maybe a little bit nicer in, in certain respects probably you know, not as nice in, in other ones, but uh, it, it's pretty snappy. It's, it's a decent app. I, I don't know. I kind of like it. Yeah, you know, that's something I hadn't really taken too much uh, into consideration, though, is the, uh, like you mentioned, that it's kind of a full-blown solution. It's straight, well, yeah, I guess, you know, that is a good point. It's not, it's almost kind of, I don't know if it's accurate to necessarily categorize it as a calendar app because of that, but I guess it it does have um, all that joined together. So, um, do you know? Do you know what it's classified by chance on the App Store? If it is classified as a calendar uh, app or a mail client or both, uh, I mean, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I think I just looked for it as is just Outlook. Um, yeah. You know, productivity maybe I don't know. The mail on the calendars is pretty cool. The the people tab, uh, you know, I, I haven't tried it out too much, but I don't know how much it integrates with uh, the actual the phone. Like, you know, can I make phone calls off of it? And I'll try this. Oh, yeah, you can make phone calls off of it. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I, I kind of like just the having something integrated with the phone just feels a lot cleaner to me than having an app where something is just you know it feels a little bit one-off where i'm hooking up i have co- contacts in two different places one on my phone one in this one uh, outlook app so i guess if you are really into outlook and you want to have stuff on an exchange server it, it might work out really well but uh i don't know if i'm a big fan of that yeah i guess i'm the same way because you got siri you got all these other integrations and i i don't know i, I don't want to seem like i just take the default of everything but uh, almost on the iPhone, I sort of do sometimes, just because of all the integration and you like what you were saying with the contacts. You don't want them in two places. Uh, um. Yeah, that's I don't know. I um, I can I am. I will say I am a pretty big fan of having a an all-in-one solution. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. however, yeah. <laughs> this doesn't sound like it may really be the all-in-one solution that I'm necessarily looking for. Um. Forgive me if you mentioned this already, but reminders are not <laughs> a part of this. Is that correct? Someone really wants reminders on their calendar. Oh, yes. I, yeah. Well, once I had it, I couldn't go back, really. 
Um, I will say there, so there is a landscape mode uh, included with this one. However, that one is not the ideal sort of landscape mode that I'm looking for, at least from a calendar application, because when I go into that landscape mode, I get, and I'll, I'll talk about this in the next, uh, the very next one that I talk about here, but it actually just shows a three day, uh, uh, agenda view. I guess you call that right. The hour by hour, which I'm not a big fan of. I would easily rather have the, the full calendar, which I, again, I do get with the, uh, at least with the six plus now I do get on the, uh, on the landscape mode, which I like, I like that a lot. Um, there are, there's a few options in there you get, you get with the badge count and swipe types of, uh, options integrated into there. And I don't know what, what to really give this one, Matt, what would you say? Uh, another three and a half maybe, or. Oof. Yeah. Oh. So this is, again, we're, we're, it's very situational. You know, if you have a lot of things that connect to exchange and you like everything in one app, this is probably the app you want. Um, sure. so it's kind of, you know, if you like things, just the, the default stuff on your phone, I think you got to go with the default apps. If you like, uh, Google's simplistic, you know, they've got a very clean interface. If you like that, go with Google calendar. If you like everything in one place, Outlook is definitely a nice app. So, but also very situational. makes it easier. Uh, Outlook makes it easier to uh, if you have things on Dropbox or you know Google Drive, um, just different things like that you want to upload or download or share. They do have that option to to just click on that and throw it out there. Although it is probably, I mean, you can do it with the other ones too. And I know that's not really a calendar app. That's more mostly with their Outlook, which is their email client. But they're kind of wrapping it all together. Um, but that is sort of like their solution, I suppose. It, yeah, I mean, Outlook is it, it's pretty nice. It has a files tab where you just you can connect to, to Dropbox, OneDrive, or Box, and or mm -hmm. even just your phone's got some you know Google Drive. It's got Google Drive Google Drive on there as well. Yeah, just Google you want Drive to something. Mm -hmm. You can you can do it, right from there. So it's, it's nice. It's a little different than what we're we're, we're talking about, but it is it's integrated into their solution. But yeah, like what Matt was saying about like, if you want your, the default integrated solution of the, the hardware you have, or the, I'm just thinking iOS or I, Apple, then you want to go with that. Or if you want to go with, you know, the clean look of, you know, Google. But. Did we mention it's free? Did we say that already? Oh no. Uh, yeah. I'll look as free as well. Yeah. And free. it's cool that I can connect the Dropbox. To free. It. If you're a big Microsoft yeah, person I mean, though. I feel bad just like saying, "Hey, one is better than the other." I mean, they're all it just, these all seem like personal preference and what you want. That's true. Um, yeah, if you're big into especially Microsoft, these, these free yeah. ones, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, they're they're definitely. They're, I I can definitely see these all being really good for you know whatever you, you know whatever your personal preference is. Um, you know, personally, I just like having something simple, so I normally just go with the default ones, but. Uh, I could definitely see myself getting with the Google Calendar. Um, that one being, you know, pretty simplistic, pretty nice, um, or maybe going all in with Outlook. So, yeah, it's tough. <laughs> These are, it's really tough. They're really all good. It's all good. It's all good. What do you think, Shane? I think it seems nice. Um, again, that's I don't know. <laughs> you're, you're okay. So the two the two things, two things that I am not docking it for. <laughs> Are. Yes, yeah. of course, the land, lack of landscape, at least the landscape mode that I'm looking for, and the uh, lack of uh, reminders. Sorry. That's... Wait, with, with Outlook or with uh, Google? With Outlook, Outlook's got yeah. landscape. It's got landscape. It's not, it's not the landscape mode I'm looking for. 
It, it only it's has not, like, what it, is it? has three days. Three days. It, yeah. It's got three it's versus something. five days. Yeah, I need yeah, a full yeah. calendar on my landscape mode. <laughs> like this. full calendar of the full month? Of the full month, yes. Full month calendar. And I knew you it's heard... doable because the default mail, or <laughs> I keep saying mail, the default calendar client is doing that. So uh, I know it's possible. It is possible. It Perhaps is. an update. Microsoft does like to be on everything and they are always updating. So, yeah. Perhaps someday. But yeah. So what are you giving it? Um, I don't know. Unless someone wants to give this a higher rating, I'm just going to say three and a half again on this one. Thoughts? <laughs> Do you agree? They're, yeah, yeah, they're all... I I, they're, well, none of them are one size fits all. They're all just... They, all yeah, no, they're not. But but the thing Especially is... Especially ones. Yeah, yeah, the free ones. Well, and they're the heavy hitter, like, platform ones. Microsoft, Google, Apple. But uh, what... What I kind of like about this, and this is sort of nothing to do, and maybe this is you know deemed for another um, you know XP boost, but the mail client for Outlook, um, where you can kind of you know swipe, and you know if you have an email message you don't want to look at um, right now, you can definitely like snooze it, so it comes back later. And I know Google does the same thing too with their inbox one, I think it's called. Um, I do like that feature, but for some reason I'm not using either of those right now. But that could be a topic for another day. Maybe worth mentioning also, uh, did we mention the, the syncing, um, which sync directly with Google and which just kind of uh, work with the local, whatever the local calendars are set to? Um, obviously, Google is syncing with Google. <laughs> um, is it also, it's storing it locally also, right? Or no, no, maybe not. Google Calendar probably is strictly on your Google account, right? Um, I, I hooked them all to my Google account, which I'm assuming syncs to Google, and then that would sync yeah. back to my phone. So I didn't uh, actually. Sunrise is the only one that seemed like it was grabbing it off of my local storage, which I wasn't really a big fan of. Okay, gotcha. Well, um, but yeah, the rest seemed like I just you just type in Google your Google account, and it's kind of good to go. Sure. Okay. Well, I'm gonna talk about uh, one here. Uh, hopefully somewhat quickly here. Got quite a few notes here. But uh, Fantastical is the one that I've been using for quite some time now. Um, it is a... Fantastical. Fantastical. It has a very clean uh, look to it, um, with the exception of the icon I always kind of found was, was a little bit lame, actually, on this one for some reason. <laughs> but I've also heard it's they might have just gotten that icon from some uh, third-party icon development company out there um so i don't consider that that's that's the part i consider to be the least pretty about the whole thing <laughs> is its icon unfortunately but um having said that it it uh this one in particular uh it utilizes just the ios uh the local well i guess and cloud uh, ios settings which uh, assuming you've synced with google through that um you're you're able to use your Google Calendar in that regard, but it does not directly sync with Google like some of these other apps do. But that's okay with me. Uh, that is maybe one tiny mar minor thing that I don't. Uh, uh, it doesn't really affect me personally, honestly. <laughs> but um, yeah, I can see plus and minus to that. Where it's like I don't, you know, I just want to hook it up to, you know, I want to hook my phone up to my calendar, and then every app that uses my calendar goes off of that one setting. Which is kind of nice. Now, I don't have to type my username and password into the one the the app that I just downloaded, which feels a little bit. I'm not really happy with doing that with all the other apps, but 
mm-hmm. you know, I, I can see where this is kind of nice, where it just it just works with whatever calendar you've got on your phone. That that seems kind of nice. Yeah, I think that makes the most sense, really. Um, so as I as I have mentioned during the last few that we talked about here, um, this one does work in tandem with the uh, reminders and um, the reminders that are stored on your phone and potentially in uh, in iCloud. Um, but you can also have an app uh, badge icon, you know, your your uh, notification badge uh, associated with those reminders. So it, I actually use this one app for both my calendar and my reminders simultaneously, which I find really nice. Oh, that was the one thing that drove me crazy. One of the big reasons uh, I appreciate this is because, um, at least last I checked with the Reminders app, it doesn't always automatically sort your uh, reminders that have due dates behind them in chronological order. And in this particular case, you just worry about the items that have due dates on those particular due dates. I mean, you can look ahead, obviously, to if you want to work ahead a little bit, and you can see your entire uh, list also. But that's one of the things I really liked about this is it is ordered chronologically naturally and that you have your, you can check off a particular item that's due on that particular day because it shows up in your list. Uh, it shows up in your events for that particular day. So I really like, that's what I really like about Fantastic Out. Um, initially, the one reason I actually wanted to use this app though was back when they didn't have um, a certain view. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> the old, I think it was, um, Wow, it might have been iOS 7. Initially, when that was released, they didn't have the list, the full list view of all the events for that particular day beneath the full uh, month calendar. It had like, I think it had them in in the the agenda format. You know, the the uh, hour by hour format was listed below initially. I didn't like that. I, I just want to have every event that's going on for that day just listed as you know one line of text. Um, so that's they have since done that with the default mail client. <laughs> Said it again, they have since done that with the default calendar uh, application. But um, as I mentioned, that was the one reason I uh, initially switched over to Fantastical, and since then I've kind of fallen in love with the fact that it also has these integrated reminders that do it uh, in the correct order, which a lot of apps out there don't seem to want to do for some reason. There is a landscape view behind this one, but unfortunately it is not. It still does not have the full calendar. It does the same thing as some of the other apps where it shows the agenda view and landscape mode, and I don't like that. Uh, and not that I'm using my phone. You know, I'm mostly in my car. I'm using, you know, a GPS or something with my phone. I'm not making using using it a lot in the car. You know, I'm not texting or anything while I'm doing it, but um, sometimes it's... I just like having that because that's the only particular view that I'm looking at in my uh, vehicle is the landscape mode um, because if I have it in portrait it's such a big phone if I have it in portrait it's going to take up some of my windshield and I don't want it to do that it's on my dash and I don't I like it to not block my visibility so that's just me <laughs> um, at any rate the uh, you can show uh, Facebook events and birthdays on there which uh, I guess we hadn't really mentioned that specifically for some of these other apps. Um, I don't think I actually saw a lot of those settings in there for Facebook uh, in particular or, or birthdays for that matter. Um, 
some of that is just automatically going to be part of your iOS calendar. I think, uh, yeah, I think birthdays and, um, and Facebook, uh, some of that you'd, you'd sync locally and, and that would probably show up in some of these other apps. But there were specific options for that in Fantastical. There's also uh, an option in there for, for a light theme. You're going to switch between a, a darker theme and a light theme. And then they have uh, options for highlighting the weekends on that particular, on your full month calendar. There is also, with this one, which we hadn't discussed, there is a, uh, a full calendar widget that comes with it also that you can enable, uh, which <laughs> I say that like it's a super awesome thing. But at the same time, who is using the notification center exactly i'm i'm not really i forget about it quite often i'm not pulling down that top shade uh do you guys use that i, I know we've talked about this before but uh no i i have uh, evernote on it but i i barely use it I, I i go to evernote's application i don't really i i rarely go to that notification. right <laughs> that's, that's how i was so excited about when they had that <laughs> and then i never use it yeah yeah, yeah same here it's unfortunate. Um, I, guess I don't know why that is, is but just... I, yeah, I mean, it seems like a good idea, but I just don't, I don't know if it came out too late and I'm just used to going through the app or what. It's just but... not much faster than just going. Yeah, the exactly. Going straight to the oh, app. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. yeah. That's what I was thinking. So uh, aside from that, uh, I will say one of the, one of the more, there's a couple of compl uh, more complaints I have. Uh, for instance, when you go in to create a new event, and they try to make it real simple to begin with, and you, all they do when you first try to when you first create an event is you have a title and a uh, location, and if you want to actually add more details behind that, you have to you have to tap show details, and that extra step is just a little little tiny minor thing that kind of uh, I feel like I, I shouldn't have to do that. Um, aside, uh, in addition to that, they <laughs> they have something that's uh, what I'm dubbing smart uh, deciphering of your of your messages and by that i mean this is just one example for instance i have in there i i'd added an event matt matt in town right okay so matt's coming into town and for whatever reason it died this does this to me all the time where it will automatically change that to making an event called matt with a location of town so <laughs> it's matt in town <laughs> and it's like ah so i have to go back and adjust that and that happens to me more often than not. i don't I'm not, I'm not aware of a setting to be able to turn that off, but it's, it seems like it's intent is good, but, uh, yeah, not uh, unnecessary. I think it's kind of like, and I, I was just talking about this example. This is a long shot. I'm going to admit, but it's kind of like trying to make microwaves easier to use by adding in the, the instant one minute, two minute buttons. I don't, it seems completely unnecessary. You're talking about, I mean, I guess I'm being hypocritical here because I was just talking about one extra step by hitting show details, but uh, <laughs> it just doesn't seem very intuitive to do some of these things. But uh, mm -hmm. at any rate, I, I, I do I do like this app quite a bit. Um, you also have the, the many different re repeat and alert options in there for your different events. So this one, unfortunately, you know, having talked it up this much, it is not a free app. Um, it is uh, $3.99 on the iPhone, $7.99 on the iPad. And then they have a Mac app, actually, that's $39.99. That, that jumps up so much. I, to this day, I, I don't know if that's ever going to change or what. But um, 
you can get it on all three of those platforms and unfortunately it is not a uh universal app like some of the next ones we're going to talk about here i'm giving this one a four and a half out of five stars for mainly the landscape mode i think that's kind of my biggest gripe at this point um well and then i <laughs> guess i mentioned a couple of, you know what i'm gonna change this to four out of five <laughs> i just realized oh. I, I was talking about more negative things than i even uh kind of realized we're gonna change that oh snap yeah you're really uh hitting this guy hard although i think <laughs> it, it's more of just having, yeah. having used it more than yeah some of the, other the ones. I feel like the the it reminder like minor gripes that you would hit probably in a lot of these. Sure, mm-hmm. I, I think the reminders really make up for a lot of this. So, uh, yeah, that's why I like I like it a lot for that. And, and I really don't need it on any any other platforms. I'm I'm fine with it just on the phone. Uh, the oh next boy. one I want to talk like about. I could get into a big rant with the reminders and calendars and <laughs> linking those all into one app. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right, so, so the but next one... If that is your forte, then Fantastical seems like the, the way you want to go. Right. Uh, the next one I want to talk about here is Callan Mob. That is a... Uh, it, it, this one is a universal uh, iOS app. Uh, it has a very similar look to Fantastical, which I, the, the first thing I noticed right away. It has pretty much the same look. Now, mind you, I guess the default app actually kind of looks similar to both of these, but uh, you can sync with Google or locally. Uh, there are mul- different syncing options available with that. There is a day, week, month, and agenda view. You can select all those. And then there's a pro version that offers a week agenda, mini month, year, and uh, four days views. Uh, and then also available in only the pro version are recurring events, invites, and attendees, and email and print. Um, those options are just the in the pro version. Uh, there's no reminder integration, <laughs> no win- oh. widget integration in this one either. Uh, landscape view uh, also seems pretty similar to the way Fantastical works in that regard. Uh, one thing I, I noticed in the settings for this one, it's kind of weird. You, you tap on the, the gear, and all that does is bring up the uh, sync uh, settings. Then you have to tap settings again to bring up settings. <laughs> that was not very intuitive there personally. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I mentioned, it's free. The full version is six ninety nine. I'm gonna give that one a three out of five. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the last one I want to really talk about here is uh, it's called Calendars by Riedel. I'm guessing that's how that's pronounced. This one is also a universal iOS app. It has a very simple, very simple interface. I find this one probably to be the most simple that I'd really seen. Um, it uh, can sync with Google or locally. Has list day, week, and month views. Um, there is a month scroll bar at the bottom, so you just have the individual months listed down there that you can either tap on or scroll through one by one. I thought that was pretty straightforward and simple. There is a, uh, there are multiple view edit and alert options. I shouldn't say multiple. There are, <laughs> there are there are some uh, view edit and alert options available there, um, along with badge options and. Uh, you can actually switch between Apple and Google Maps. That's something I hadn't really uh, mentioned with Fantastical. I know Fantastical has has the map on there as well, and I can't recall offhand whether or not you can choose between those two. But but it does have the the built-in map uh, on a particular event in there. Um, there is a there is a landscape view that is the one that I'm looking for. It is uh, a good landscape view behind it with the full calendar view 
that's all I'm looking for. Um, and again, th it's just this one and the uh, the default client that both have that view, that particular full calendar view in landscape mode. This one is free. So, okay, this one has the most confusing pricing out of any of them I found. It's free, but you can unlock uh, individual components for a buck ninety-nine. Which <laughs> those individual—that's how I'm at least understanding this. The individual components were uh, natural language input, task manager, invites and attendees, recurring events, and reminders and calendars. Those are all separate things you can unlock apparently individually for a buck ninety-nine, or you can just do the full upgrade for two ninety-nine. I don't know why you wouldn't just do that. That seems ridiculous. <laughs> well, it's a dollar more for. Like, why wouldn't you just like maybe at the very least, I would think of just nine. Like, I get it, you're trying to upsell, but at the same time, ninety-nine cents maybe for the individual ones. I don't know why you charge two bucks for each individual, but. Mm. At any rate, I I, I liked that one um, more than I anticipated. I, I'm giving that one. Uh, Saying four out of five, but it doesn't have reminders. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's fine. I'll yeah, say four I out of five. Docket for that. I, that that feels like it should be a separate app. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. For when it comes to bills, it makes perfect sense to have reminders integrated into a calendar. Unless you have every single bill automated, which I don't. <laughs> it's nice to have a check on Google Calendar. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> I set them up with reminders with my other reminders. <laughs> that sounds incredibly complicated. All right. <laughs> yeah, mine's, mine's easy. Keeping all my reminders in one place. Yes, it is very complicated. What well, that's the thing, though. That have? that's the thing. It's it's reminder integration. It keeps it separate and together. Don't your bills Boom. send you an email when the when you're supposed to pay them? I don't like I don't like extra emails. <laughs> yes, they, they I, do. I agree but... with Shane on that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I, now I agree I with Shane. <laughs> well, no, what I do you, agree with what you. Are you I'm stupid to make up my own mind. What? I, actually, I just use Evernote for all that stuff. Oh, I don't know. About how does Evernote. A, how does Evernote uh, know when a bill's due? What you just get, is there reminders in Evernote? I guess I don't uh, know. If I, I, we could do a whole XP boost. Huh? Probably oh, should do that. Mind. Yep, good point. <laughs> that's true. Write that down. But, uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really like integrating uh, that with calendar stuff. That's um, fine. That's fine. You, you can. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Like having an alert for a specific day. Like every week on Wednesday, I want to do whatever. So creating an yeah. appointment for that. Um. So I, I get how that works, but uh, it's just uh, super yeah. easy to be able to look on that day. You know, I get an alert if I haven't paid that bill already, and I just that I can just go to that particular day, and it's select. Usually, that day is the day that it's on, or 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 before, whatever. But I, all I have to do is tap that checkbox. Boom, it's done. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. So yeah, my my problem is just if if you don't finish it on that day. So let's say it's something that okay, I should probably do this on Wednesday, but I don't get to it on Wednesday, and it's not you know it's not incredibly high important. Does that carry over to the next day? Yes. Do I still have the reminder going on? Not a reminder, but it does appear on every day after that. Until, Until you, you it. check it off. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Which one are you talking about right now? Yes, and I don't think Google Calendar, you can say, does that. What, which one are In you fact, talking I know about it that doesn't does do that, that, Shane? What's that? Which Fantastical. one does that? Uh, Fantastical does that. Oh, uh, okay. 
Yeah, so I guess I'll say four I, out of five for this one. In anyway. a way, I use my um, I guess my inbox since I look at that. I don't know how long throughout the day, and if I got a reminder coming in from like Google, like Google's calendar, because I set my bills to pay on a certain month, and since they're usually reoccurring every month, I'll set it up. I set it up once. Send me an email. I don't know. Usually a week before it's due or two weeks or whatever. I forgot what I have it set at now. And then it sends me that reminder to pay the bill or whatever. And then I don't leave. I, that stays in my inbox until that bill is paid. That's what I do. And I don't know. Matt's laughing at me right now. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's Having your inbox be a to-do list is, is just a But that's a recipe what I look at. And and I maybe I, I I should set myself up to you know have different habits no, I, right I, now. That's I get that all my too. Habit. I, my habit I is get that too. I get place. I get sir, why that sir, makes sense sir. and how it works. <laughs> this is a total side side conversation. <laughs> yeah, uh, but no, but you no, I know that this side. But you're right. But and I look at that, and then I'm trying to find some sort of you know to do list solution or 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 you know check off something. But I don't look at. I've tried different things, but I don't look at that as much as I look at an inbox. Like and then I'm like, oh, that's right. I had this to-do list that I, of this app I downloaded for free, and I don't, I don't look at that. And there goes everything on that to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't fully committed to your to-do list, then. You've... I guess not. But it's like I don't, I don't know. I gotta try something uh, different. Then I'm still looking for a good to-do list. All right. Well, I think we gotta move on to our last one here. Um, one more. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Sunrise. Right. This is the. I don't know if Shane, you've tried this one out, but uh, this is actually the one that uh, Microsoft actually acquired this uh, calendar app and rolled it into Outlook. But it's still its own standalone standalone app, and it's actually quite a bit different than than uh, the Outlook one. Uh, this one actually reminds me a heck of a lot like just using the Google uh, normal web app for calendars. Uh, it's got the normal circles of your your friends with the the pictures of them. Uh, it's it's got a you know a month view. It's actually a pretty darn good app still, even though it got rolled into to Outlook and, and Microsoft bought it. So That's right, um, if you're looking for something kind of along the, the Microsoft route or uh, even in the, the Google route, um, definitely check it out. And it's free too, so it, it's definitely worth trying out. I, I really like this app. Just It, it looks really nice. No landscape um, mode. No, yeah. That's, <laughs> again, like Google, I don't know what the heck it is. Anything, any app that looks like Google just does not have yeah. landscape mode. Some reason, yeah, that's strange. but uh, it actually it pulled my work calendar in from uh, I think from my normal calendar from that I just hooked up my my phone to, and it's got all my work uh, colleagues showing up, which I guess is good. I although I didn't plug it in, so that's kind of concerning. But mm -hmm. but ooh, it does look nice. Ooh, I do I do see a pretty cool thing. Matt, did you try swiping from from left to right or right to the left? I mean. <laughs> Right. Do you notice the cool bars that animate as you do it at the top? The three bars. It's pretty cool. You have it open right now. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it, it goes from like it does a, look pretty know, nice. a three day three day view versus the month view or you know the standard it looks like two week view with all of your appointments kind of listed in a, in a row. It's a nice app. Yeah, I, I like it a lot. Cool icons behind the uh, different events. That's kind of neat. I'm it noticing like nice. I have I have dinner scheduled for some days and it automatically puts a little fork and knife um, icon next to it. That's kind of interesting. I like that. Um, the thing that kind of makes me mad though is is it just the Apple apps that can have the uh, the actual icons change? So 
Huh. You know, the normal calendar app says it's the 12th of April right now, uh, and it shows April 12th, you know, Sunday. Can mm. no other app do that? Google shows the 31st. Probably. I'm currently using the the mm. uh, uh, iCloud syncing on this, so that's entirely possible. Um, oh, weird. And then, huh. And then they got this little spinning icon in the lower left, and it and it rotates based on how close you are to today. It, uh, I don't know about <laughs> that. Nice. It's true functionality. We just got, want to. Uh, yeah, they got cool this kind of like Apple like animation going on there. But, uh, it's just, yeah, it's like the button to get back to today. One of the yeah. things I will say this was, this was, um, so back, back when iOS 7 did come out with, with their calendar app, um, there was a, a list view you could get to that was very similar to this where uh, I, I think the only way you could get there when iOS 7 first came out was tapping on the magnifying glass to search, and then it would bring up that, that same kind of view. Um, I just wasn't a big fan of having, for whatever reason, I actually find it more confusing and, I guess, and again, less intuitive to have multiple days listed below. Then, you know, I just want to be able to see what, the cur- I want it to be, obvious what events are going on for that one particular day because i think my brain doesn't you know it should be immediately obvious how many events are going on that particular day and i don't i think it's actually less intuitive to have all the days listed below that like this one seems to do any thoughts on that nope moving on (laughs) (laughs) Um, i'm sorry i was checking out uh, the sunrise right now (laughs) And I don't think that, yeah, no, I actually am too. <laughs> so that no room, um, <laughs> I can't, it doesn't look like reminders are integrated, right? That's pretty, pretty obvious, right? Um, most of these are not going to have that understandable. So, yeah. but at the same yeah. time, it's one of those things where it just kind of raised the bar for me. Um, with Fantastic Yeah, if you need Care. reminders on your, with your calendar, then yeah, I can definitely see that being a, a kind of a killer feature. But if, if you don't, then it, it's probably, you know, Hit or miss, you you really don't care. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm thinking, what it is I... free, so I mean, I'd I'd probably give it pretty much the same kind of ratings that we have with the other ones. It's more preference. Like if you just want a calendar app that kind of works, kind of like I look, it, and it looks maybe an alternative to Google. It seems pretty similar to Google. I'd probably give it like three, three and a half out of five. All right. Um. Yeah, it's it's one of those that's just a lot of preference. Sure. Yeah, yeah. All right, sounds fair. Well, let's let's quick. We're already we're already quite a bit longer than what we normally do here. So I just want to uh, I don't know. Do you guys think we have time to run through this or not? <laughs> I'm sure it's quick. This uh, write in real quick. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it just so people understand. Uh, we people can write in here. Yes, people can can email. All right, uh, that's techiespodcast at gmail dot com. I'll just mention that real quick. And I'm just going to run through this as quickly as I can. Dear Techies, first, let me say how very much I enjoy your podcast. Useful information and always fun. Thanks for all the helpful tips and timely information that you provide for our listeners. Smiley face. (laughs) I have a question (laughs) that I'm wondering if you might consider addressing. In my personal life, I use Gmail for email slash calendar. Uh, At my work, we can use Outlook, or shall I say, look out. Oh, snap. I like that. We also use something called Google Apps for our spam filter, which means we have a Google login that we use when we want to check spam messages in case something has been filtered out of our Outlook that we that should not have been. 
As part of my job, I participate in a community-based committee. The committee includes members from various agencies, including school personnel. The group has decided some time ago, had decided some time ago, to use Google Group or Google Docs to share documents and other information amongst each other, most likely because so many of our local schools have begun using Google for their emails and calendars. That's personally what I use at work. Um, using my Google uh, work Google login, I do not have access to the Google Group slash shared documents. I contacted our IT department and they said it's not allowed because of our Google Apps spam filter login. Our IT folks suggested I create a separate Google account so that I can access these documents. I'm hesitant to use my personal Google account for this work-based activity at the time. Do uh, At the same time, I do really need another Google account for, sorry, do I really need another Google account for a work group that meets once a month? What are the possible solutions here, especially since I may not be the only one in our group who can access the documents? And then again, am I overthinking this? Am I supposed to be okay creating a third email account or Google account just to access documents for one group of which I am a part? It seems there should be an easier way without having to have so many different accounts. I would be more uh, content if I could just keep two, my personal email and my professional email. How many how many email accounts does the average two some 20 something, I think is uh, what you meant here, uh, have? Any insights you can provide are very much appreciated. Thank you. And this is from Kay. Um, I don't know if I say last initial here or not, but... Uh, just say K. Oh, we're calling names out here. <laughs> you can just say K, I suppose. <laughs> All right. I mean, we're not giving our last names. So. Yes, that's true. Well, well, that's true. Oh boy, this is a tough. Yeah. So it's pretty much uh, you've got yeah. work Google stuff that you want to use, uh, and you don't have a work Google account that you can use it on. Uh, so do you want to hook your personal Google account, Google account, to uh, access those documents? Well, first thing I oh, don't boy. think personal anything. I think that's out. I don't, I don't, I don't know. And, and that's me personal for professional. I don't, I don't want to, I wouldn't want to mingle that together. I wouldn't mm. want to use personal. So I think that that's a big no. Okay. For um, me anyway. I don't know what you guys are thinking. Oh uh, yeah. That's an interesting point. How, how does it work? Do you get invited to it? Is it, is this something that just, Hey, work has a Google whatnot going on here. Uh, and then they invite uh, specific users to it that you can, uh, just opt into and then start editing stuff. Uh, in which case, I might consider using my personal account too, if they're giving me access to it, which they can re just revoke it later. Um, if you know you part ways or you move or you know whatnot. Um, I guess if it stays that way, maybe. But if it if it kind of you know drips over into okay, this is separate, and now I'm getting emails, uh, you know, on my own time of things that don't necessarily pertain to this. That's oh, yeah, why. And I, and I feel like and maybe this is just me thinking that could be a slippery slope. You know, if, if, it, if it can stay that way, then I, I see where you're coming from. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. Maybe we can do that. But, the, the, you know, the first one and then maybe you might have to say, all right, you know, no <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> yeah, or whatever, you know, use this email or something like that or use my work one. If it slips over, if someone from work is emailing me personally from that one in a unrelated discussion then maybe i would say okay we'll use my my normal one but then again you you might that might that might no, i'm thinking worst case scenario where maybe more than one person is doing that okay but, i was just gonna say 
I was just gonna say, yeah, if you're doing a personal account, um, yeah, I can I can get not having a, a, a you know a third email address there, but I mean Gmail is awesome first of all, but second of all, uh, <laughs> my 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 thought there is you could do some you know just some email forwarding from one to another if you need to um, for whatever reason, or if you're just using this Google account for this particular thing, then you really don't have to worry about even checking it for email necessarily, right? Well, are we talking about getting making a whole separate one for that one? Right. right. I guess that, I'm, is I'm that kind a question? Of, I'm kind of with Shane here. You know, it's so cheap to make a Gmail account, just create yeah, a, person, we, a professional Gmail account, set it to forward to your personal one, and then if for whatever reason you don't want to receive those emails anymore, just log into the uh, the personal one you, or the professional one you created, stop the forwarding, and you're pretty much done. Yeah, so, set it and forget uh, it. Oh, I, I like that, yeah. It is, I, so it is really cheap to make a new account. You might as well do it and not worry so about it make a, a third one and then set it up as forwarding to your personal one yeah or if it, if she even wants to use it for that you know if she or wants to your receive professional emails. one or whatever and then just like if it's great we'll use it as that and then once it's done turn off forwarding and then just forget about it well yeah or yeah or or keep the forwarding on i, I mean well that's true yeah it's, i mean if, um, if it gets out of hand then turn off forwarding Right. I mean, personally, I have five different Gmail accounts. I'm trying to manage here between all these. <laughs> oh but that's God. that's that a, that's right. that's oh two different podcasts. Right. Worst case scenario. I've got Techies has its own. I have my personal one, my professional one, my uh, the Nice Guy Network one. All these different ones, and then the, the Wilderness one. I don't count my professional one as an email address. Okay. I don't know. I don't. Sure. I mean, it is one, but I count that like I count it as like. Oh, I've got like three computers. One of them is my work one. You know, like sure. I don't really count that. I, I would say I've got two computers. All right. I well, I hope I don't know. Hopefully, we're, you think we've maybe answered her question here. I'm. <laughs> I think we've we've, <laughs> given, we've some uh, given her more questions, possible <laughs> solutions here. But uh, we are. I think we are drastically over time here. So um, oh, maybe maybe she'll write in again and with further questions. We'll see. Thank you so much for uh, for writing in, though, Kay. We really appreciate I, it. The only thing I would say is I have uh, – professionally, my, my work goes through Gmail, so I don't have to worry about that. But uh, yeah. I do feel a little bit weird when I start using my personal stuff for professional work. So Yeah, true. Uh, I just create a, create a professional one. Uh, it's so cheap to make a, a Gmail account. Uh, that's probably the way to go. Yeah. You don't need five like Shane, but uh, having a personal <laughs> well, professional – comes to like, do I got to check this one? Let, let, let me log into this one. Oh, I got to log into this one. Oh, I got to log into this one. But then, yeah, yeah there is forwarding. So one password nice. is really handy for that too, by the way. <laughs> Just saying. Nice. And Plug Gmail it. is – Google is really good about switching accounts in the same web browser. So they've got that kind of figured out. No, that's true. That's true. Chain All right, well – uh, I think just want to run through some of the other. Yeah, again, that's techies podcast at gmail.com. At minimum five to ten Gmail accounts. That's what you want. Yeah, yeah. Per person, right. definitely. <laughs> podcast at gmail.com. Check us out there. You can find our website at nicekindnetwork.com slash techies. Check us out on iTunes. Uh, do a little search there for techies podcast. We're on Stitcher. We are uh, we record Sundays at six seven central on channel two on Alpha Geek Radio. All right, again, I've said the email address about five different times now techies I didn't hear it at all. Com. Fa- we fa- have five different email addresses <laughs> face oh my goodness <laughs> facebook.com slash techies podcast and on twitter at techies podcast uh you, you guys uh what's going on with you outside of uh techies nothing nothing at all no no, no fun, fun stuff <laughs> <laughs>
Maybe we're at like an hour and 20 minutes. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, I'm okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're good. Well, thanks. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening. Listening. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. Uh, <laughs> anything else? <laughs> Got to get the outro actually going here. All right. Got cut off right at the last minute here. No one's going to understand what's going on. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate every one of you that listens to us. We love you. And until next time, tech are easy. Derailed. Good way. <laughs>